Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Darkfish friends, and welcome to a special edition of Spin the Rally Pod with myself, Colin Clark, and David Evans. And it's only it's only morning here; it's not morning there. Yes, where are we? You know, we are in Darkfish HQ, and David, it's it's great to be back here. We were here for the first time a few weeks ago, but it's great to be back here. You were here for the first time. Correct. I'd been before. I'd been fortunate enough to be before. You've got a very squeaky chair, David, which I'm sure people are hearing. We are surrounded by lots of naked people as well. Yeah. We're, we're in what's called the media room, yeah. which has got some amazing buttons and, and switches that we'd never understand what to do, it's but also some mannequins. It's quite appropriate, because we pretend to be media people, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> to be in the media room. Some, the, we'll, t- we'll put some pictures on socials, some very nice yeah. pictures in yeah. here. Anyway, David, uh, there's a very good reason we, why we are recording this special edition of Spin the Rally Pod. Breaking news this morning, or today, shall we say, uh, in relation to Hyundai and Andrea Adamo. Yeah, Andrea Adamo has gone. He has left the building Mm. with immediate effect. Um, Yeah, so team principal there for three years, six years, of course, in Hyundai, three years before at Customer Racing. Uh, Yeah, he's gone. And and I think that's a very important point you make there. He has gone. He, 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 uh, He wasn't sacked. He, he has gone. He has gone. He's he left. has gone. It said the, the the release, the communication from the team stated with immediate effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, I, I read that, and you know, we're fortunate that we know Andrea very well, and we've spoken to him uh, since the news broke. And when you read that, those words with immediate effect, you know, it's a football manager thing, isn't it? It's it, almost that you know he's been sacked. We someone be being there. escorted out the door is what it, it sounds like. Exactly. Isn't it, we know? have to be one hundred percent clear yeah. here. He has not been sacked. No, it's a mutual decision. He has he, he for his own reasons, which yeah. are entirely valid, and we're not going to go into those reasons here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's left, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, people, and it is frustrating. You know, you spend a lot more time on social media than I do. Um, <laughs> Too much time, and, uh, right? But you know, already I'm sure there's a, a hundred million people have got a very good reason about why Andrea Adamo's gone, yeah. why they think he's been sacked, and blah blah blah. He hasn't. He's no. gone. It was his decision. If he wanted to, he'd still be there. Correct. Move on. Absolutely move on. Move on. and But move on and, uh, I think, reflect. Yeah. Reflect on what Andrea Hadamo has done, not just for, for Hyundai, but for the World Rally Championship and rallying in general. You know, he was an absolute breath of fresh air. He came in, I think it was the end of 2014, 2015. Uh, and I remember, I remember sitting. So I think they were launching the new version of the I-20 WRC. Mm. So it was before the new 2017 new car. Um, and I'd been asked to go along to Alzenau to, uh, to help host that launch. And we were sitting in the offices next to them. The offices are right next to the factory mm. floor and the presentation was on the factory floor. 
And I was talking to a gentleman called Andrew Johns. Now, Andrew Johns used to work at ProDrive and he was, he just started that week. He just started. He'd come across to look after the, the Hyundai program. Um, and I was sitting at the desk, Andrew was at the desk, and sitting in the corner was this, this, this character. And he was sitting, he was at a round table. He had his back to the wall, so he was looking out across the whole office. And I had no idea who he was at the time. And Andrew was telling me, yeah, I've just started. And I was saying, who are you working for? I'm working for that gentleman there, Andrea Adamo. And I looked across and he had this glare and this look on his face. And instantly I thought, you poor bugger, Andrew. That gentleman <laughs> looks hard as nails. Um, and you know what? Uh, it, was, it was a first impression. And in some ways it was a correct first impression because he is hard as nails. Mm. And he's proved to be hard as nails over the years. Um, but he's also got, you know, a, a very lovely side to him. He's, he's, he's a massive, massive rally fan. Um, he appreciates honest rally people. Uh, and he tells it as it is. And, you know, we hadn't had enough of that in rallying over the years. Well, there's no doubt he's a massive character. Uh, and, you know, some of, in the last three years, some of the best conversations that we've had haven't been about Hyundai at all. They've been about his time with Lancia. And Absolutely. We, you know, he's worked with Honda in touring cars and Alfa, Alfa Romeo. Romeo. Yeah. And just his memories. And also the memories of, of you know, him as a, as a child growing up watching the Monte Carlo rally, listening to it from underneath his yeah. duvet and blah, blah, blah. It, an amazing guy and just yeah. really, you know, an absolute bobble hatter. Somebody yeah. who lives and yeah. breathes this sport. Uh, and unashamedly lives and breeds it as well. And you're right, he was, from that aspect, he's, he, he has been a massive breath of fresh air. But also, for me, just everything was really comfortable. You know, before, mm. before Andrea Adamo, we had Michel Nondon, one of the nicest people in rallying, and, and you know, a guy with massive amounts of success. Mm. Let's, you know, you look at what he did with, with Peugeot, uh, incredible ability that the guy's got from what he did with the... the 206 mm -hmm. 206 wasn't it the world rally car yeah, and of course yeah, yeah. the 205 before that um, and but then let's not mention the Suzuki which really wasn't his fault that was <laughs> a complete side issue I'd forgotten but, about that but it, <laughs> but, it, but it was it was all very cosy yeah. uh, between the team principals you'd see them they'd go yeah, to the yeah. to the end of end of leg press conferences all with their arms around each other congratulating each other all around. and then this bloke arrived this as you say you know this hard as nails kind of character landed into the service park banged his fist on the yeah. on the metaphorical desk and changed everything yeah uh, and, yeah. and has done for three years what i'm really conscious of Cole, here is that we're we're talking about a guy who has left his current position for mm. his own reasons mm. you know it, it, we don't want this to sound like an obituary or anything it's very easy to go down that road uh, you know he's gone on to do what he's going on to do his, his own thing whatever you know we need to to, well, to remember that He's he's still around, and you know he's he's going to be around. Well, I think in, so, in but, but we have. To, I think it's worth reflecting on on you know his time in the WRC because it was Absolutely. so different, and he did yeah. achieve tremendous levels of success. Remember, yeah. you know the years that Hyundai invested in the WRC before Adamo arrived on the scene cost hundreds of millions and to be fair they underachieved and, but, and mean, five, was, five years yeah was and Nandon Nandon was a lovely guy and, and, yeah. and you know was runner up in the championship didn't five, win a world championship didn't win a world championship and and yeah. you know and Adamo came along and with his you know I, the world he keeps reminding me of it you know I, I called him ruthless mm. and you know he does have two or three different sides to him um, and one of those sides is a ruthless side he will make ruthless decisions you know, decisions that suit 
his employer, you know, and if he has to make difficult ones, he does it, you know, and, and we weren't kind of used to that in the WRC. But that's my point. It was all yeah. really cosy. And then suddenly yeah, yeah. he came in and, you know, remember Portugal in Oof. 19 when he decided to sort to of. move the position. Oh, yeah. People hadn't done that for yeah. so long. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly, yeah, Sordo was, was moved around and we Just had that tremendous... Was upset and but the, was upset. no, it was Sebastian Oshier in the right. press conference yeah. at the end. Yeah. That you know said this lovely man Andrea Adamo decides to do this yeah. and was really scathing about him. We just hadn't seen that. We hadn't seen that style of team management mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. so long. And you know, I wrote a piece this morning about him. And you look back to the greats of Cesare Fiorio, and and you know, there's this incredible story about Fiorio when he was trying to tell Marco Allen, I think in Argentina or somewhere, to slow down, and Allen was having none of it. He wasn't going to slow down and let Biazion win. So Fiorio, I think the rumours, the story goes, landed the helicopter in the middle of the stage right, to stop yeah, him. Right. And you could well imagine, that, yeah. you know, were Andrea Adamo to have a helicopter yeah. at his disposal and he wanted to implement such a policy, yeah. he would have no yeah. worries about doing exactly the same. And, and you know what? You know, it's because he very much asserted himself as the boss. And there are yeah. some big, big characters and big egos around rallying, and we yeah. know that. You know, And to be fair, he's dealt with some of the biggest in his time at Hyundai, you know, uh, Tanak, Loeb, Neville, you know, some of the biggest names mm. um, in the sport. And he's very much been the boss. Uh, and I it- thought when he came in, you know, I remember vividly, start of 19 in uh, Autosport show. We sat down and congratulations, Andrea, mm. you know, great to see you here. And, you know, any changes? And he said, yeah, the changes, you won't talk to anybody else. That's you right. will talk to me. Yeah. And I laughed and yeah, yeah. And he said, no, 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 seriously, David you will talk to me. You will yeah. not yeah. pick up the phone and talk to anybody else. Um, and I did. Of course I did. I lifted the phone to everybody and everybody was incredibly nervous and mm. didn't... F- suddenly, Alan Panas and all of these people didn't want to be quoted. Mm. And I thought, ah, give it six months. It'll change. It'll soon change. He'll get tired of it. For three years, yeah. he has locked that team down and not allowed anybody. And there's aspects of our media that hate that. And it does make the job incredibly difficult. But what it also does, it protects everybody in that team. Because which, which is entirely his, his, his aim his with desire. that. Yeah, yeah, he stood up and he said, it's me. Yeah. If you have a problem, if the car breaks down, it's me. It's on me. Case in point, David, is the suspension. You know, yeah. we, we have yeah. as yet to get to the bottom of the suspension issues that cost yeah. him a driver's title this year, potentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, with Terry the power Neville, steering problem. The power or, steering problem. Yeah. We really don't know. And, and, and as you say, it's not because... Um, you know, he wants to be the one that's in the limelight and answering the questions. It's because you know it's it's a strategy to protect his team, his engineers, yeah. and 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 you know to deflect the ne- negativity away from them, and it's worked. It totally worked. You yeah. know, it did absolutely by extension. It placed him very firmly in the spotlight yeah. where he did appear yeah. to be quite comfortable. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, he is a guy. You know, he's a super charismatic fella that that gave us and yeah. still gives us these incredible yeah. quotes. You know, we came out of Monza where he was expecting to make a phone call to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> where else do you get that kind of goal? Yeah. He was yeah. brilliant. The one thing, you know, there are people that have struggled with him in the media, people who've, who've kind of rubbed up against him the wrong way. And the one thing I would say, and I learned this really quickly with Andrea, is you have to be on your A game when you Oof. go to. There are drivers historically in, in our careers the likes of Carlos Sainz, of mm. Colin McRae, of Richard mm. Burns. If you ask them a stupid question, mm. forget it, you were mm. out of there mm. and you may not be spoken to again for the rest of that day or even tomorrow. Andrea was the same and I've missed that. You know, yeah. I've missed that because 
in all of that coziness that we've had in the WRC, it becomes easy. You become quite relaxed in the way that you ask questions and you need to sharpen your, your weapon when you go Every into time. these interviews and, and you had to go in there. It was combative. Every time yeah. you went in there, you had to have two or three questions in your mind because you knew you could bat the first one away. So mm -hmm. bring on the second one. It made you think. And I love are, that. I love that about absolutely. But there are people in our job who who have come into this into this time only in that cosy time, and it really ruffled some feathers. But but, but you, you you I I kind of got where he was coming from, you know, and and, and I was as guilty as anyone at times. He was giving and you he, his time. But, Don't waste absolutely. it. Absolutely, and and he, you know, much as much as I would say Andrea was a friend of mine, you know, he didn't cut me any slack. No. You know, and, and it really did keep you on your toes, as you say. Uh, but you know, if one of his drivers has crashed and it's cost them a rally win, and you ask him how he's feeling, mm. what do you expect? I mean, what a ridiculous question. And he was asked yeah, yeah. those types of questions far too, too often. often. Far, yeah. far too often. And, 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 you know, and okay, there are other team bosses and there are drivers who uh, almost out of politeness will answer that sort of question he but Adam didn't Andrea have the time for it no. didn't have the time for it you, you want to no. ask me a question about you know how it happened or the consequences of, of, yeah, of what's yeah. happened fine I'll, I'll do my best to answer those but don't ask me, ask me a question like that and you would never ever ever ask him a question that, that could elicit a yes or no answer because no. he would give a yes or no <laughs> yeah. answer you know, and you time. could have a series of three or four yes or no Every answers um, but um he, he, he is. He, he will be missed. He will be missed around the service park. He will be very much missed he around. He also the won't be missed. You know, there are those oh, people. I'm sure. You know, yeah. he he's not a friend to everybody. No. You know, he has, no. as we've said, he has rubbed people up the wrong way, and there will be people in yeah. various other teams, drivers, senior personnel in in both the governing body and the promoter that will be glad to yeah. see the back of him. But well, for anyone me, anyone that, that asks questions that's that's not always prepared to toe the line and that's uh, a little bit inquisitive in their ways is very often seen as a threat and I think a lot of people saw Adamo as, as a bit of a threat yeah. because he, he didn't just accept the line he didn't you know, you know? The, the classic case again was when we were in we were in Munich in September we went and it was a really mm. a great initiative from the promoter to bring people together all of the teams came together some journalists were there we were all in the beautiful building the the, the promoters new offices um, and we talked about the future about 2022 it was incredibly useful we had people from all aspects um, to explain the sustainable fuel, how hybrid was working, um, and, and and there was a question to him, you know, how excited are you, or something like that, about the future, and he said, well, it's not really my job to be excited, mm. it's your job to be excited, as in the promoter's job yeah. to be excited, They and it's dead right, yeah. you know, the promoter has to create the excitement, but, you know, Andrea was not a puppet that you could pick up and say, right, now tell the world how excited you are, he was having none of that, yeah. you know, he was very much in the middle of an absolute fight mm. to get the car built and as we've seen subsequently you know that that fight is far greater than we mm. than we actually thought because you know they didn't actually have the real car ready there yeah. um yeah. and and now but sorry. you know the, the promoter the promoter will miss will miss that because m much as he, he he probably did rub the promoter up the wrong way occasionally and for sure he rubbed the fia up the wrong way uh, you know, he kept the sport in the limelight. Oh, you made great in, in, the, in the spotlight, even not the limelight yeah. in the spotlight. Yeah. He was entertainment, and at the end of the day, we must never ever forget that our sport is about entertainment. And my goodness, he has been the most entertaining character in a long, long time. But mm -hmm. more than that, he was, in, in my view, he was very much an innovator, and he was a man that didn't just accept what's well, always been done this way. So we'll continue to do it that way. And for me, one of the the, the his, his biggest legacy this year. 
um, not a legacy, but, but the most interesting thing that he did was this test, this simulated rally. You know, how many other bosses, how many other teams over the years have come out with something as innovative as that? And it was, you, know, you look back and you think, well, it was so obvious. It was such an obvious thing to do, but it's never happened before. And there was so much came out of that. You know, it was Adamo himself who insisted that the media came along. Mm. You know, his, his PR department were like, well, how do we keep this secret? How do we keep this quiet? And Adam was like, no, we bring them along. They didn't just bring us along. We were right in the heart of their services. But subsequently, it all makes sense because what you were seeing was actually nothing compared well, no, 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 to, no, no, what, to we what seeing, was well, really... Nothing as in the look of the car. You yeah. know, we, but what, no, no, no. Everything else said, was as it's going to be. No, 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 it wasn't, was it? Because he said well, everything except for the wheel rims is new. Yeah, was the, the engine new and the, the whole the charging system new. and all the, the hybrid, hybrid system? in the engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, what, what, whatever way, you know, he, he invited us along. Uh, he, he was very open with us all and... And it was something very, very different. Uh, mm. And I think that was a mark of really what Adam was about. But if we move on from, from there, David... But he got it, didn't he? You he know, did you get it. Of course look he back, did. Look back 12 months, you know, when we were in the middle of, of, of lockdown and yeah. June, July time, there were no rallies going on at all. So he lifted the phone to us and said, come to, come to Alba. Yeah. You know, Alba organisers will help you. They'll just come along. And we spent a week after Rome and yeah. Alba with with Hyundai with him and it was incredible yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know he understood that at that time there wasn't an awful lot to write mm -hmm. about because there were no WRC rounds so he helped make news yeah just just moving things on a little bit David um, a successor uh, you know it's very very important that you know I suppose a successor is put in place as quickly as possible because you know this is the most critical time for Hyundai we've had Thierry Neuville with this enormous crash the one and only test car they've got completely written off yeah. You've got obviously the man who's led the team and driven the team for the past four years or so has stepped aside. Uh, the most important rally in perhaps decades is a matter of weeks away. Mm. You know, what do you think about a successor? I, I have absolutely no idea. Um, just because we, we, you know, we don't know. We don't know. There's a, there's a whole different aspect of Hyundai in Korea mm. that we don't know. We're not, we're not, and, and, you know, the other side of this is that Andrea has locked the team down so firmly mm. that you just don't really know. Mm. You know, you can't, you couldn't get in there, talk to people to find out who a natural successor might be. You know, the obvious one would have been Alan Panas, um, who, was, who was team manager. Whether Alan gets a call now uh, and comes back, I don't know. Uh, so, whether they go with with Korea, that's possible. Whether they go with with somebody completely different, it's you know we, if we're honest, we didn't see Andrea Adamo coming through years absolutely ago. Absolutely not. We? Nobody uh, saw that coming. So, uh, so I, I don't know. But one thing is one hundred percent sure is that to try to follow what he's done is going to be very difficult. Um, and I'm sure you know to follow his style would be even more difficult. But right now. They need somebody to step in and absolutely be on, on the money very, on very quickly. Straight because, away. you know, the, the, the loss of this, this chassis with the Thierry Neville crash, the fact that they're already way, way behind. They're already quite a long way behind with the development of the car. They needed that car running now mm. so that they can get development miles down in time for Monty. They were probably going to go to the south of, of, of Spain or somewhere to or somewhere to get some, you know, maybe France, Chateau Lestor, somewhere to get some rough rally testing. At the minute, everything's stopped again. They've pressed pause because they're now having to rebuild a new chassis or build a new chassis to go testing with them. What are the knock-on implications for that? You know, the, the time that they they were probably going to be putting into into Oitanic or Thierry Neville's Monty chassis, they're now having to put that time into a, a new test. Everything, there's a, rock, yeah. a real sort of domino effect here. Um, and the thing was absolutely on the limit anyway. Mm. 
Um, and, and to throw a, a shunt like that in, you know, Toyota had the crash with, with Elvin the week before or a couple of weeks before. And we know, yeah, okay, they had to stop the test. It cost Ogier his day in the car. They had to take the car back to Finland. But that was only because they hadn't got any panels. Mm. It's a very different thing when you've actually got to create a new chassis. chassis yeah. I mean, it, it, we've seen the pictures. It, it looks like a horrendous crash. And, and you know, thank you, uh, FIA, for all of the incredible work they've done on the safety side. Yes, Martin had a, um, a broken, fractured collarbone, but it could have been an awful lot worse. Uh, and that safety cell, we've seen it. We've been privileged yeah, enough to yeah, see the, yeah. the, 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 the M-Sport safety cell. It is incredible. And, mm. you know, one thing that we've really pushed the FAA to do is to give us more access to tell their story mm. of just how amazing these cars are. Um, and that thing, that accident really shows. But it's left them with a, a heap of work to do. An unbelievable amount. There was there was very little wriggle room in no. there. In, in there, was, there was no wriggle schedule. room. None, none whatsoever. There wasn't. So David, you know, I think from what you're saying and what we can all see, uh, really important that, that there is no time for someone to come in and and find their feet. They've got to hit the ground running. What does that mean? Does that mean an ex-driver? Does it mean someone with Team Boss experience? Does it mean maybe someone from outside of rallying with, well, with motorsport experience? Exactly. It could it could be because right now their issue is more logistics isn't it yeah. well it's twofold it's the logistics of of getting the factory to actually produce these cars in time but it's also overseeing the development because you know they're they're still as i said they're still in this development stage which is not what they want to be now you look at what toyota and m-sport are doing they're fine-tuning the cars now towards towards monte carlo mm-hmm. it's why we're seeing the cars in the french alps at the minute driving there um but still Hyundai still has a lot of that kind of foundation running in this car to understand how the battery cooling works, you know, when the ambient's a bit higher and when there's dust around, when there's so many uncertainties about the car. So, but the one thing, you know, the one thing that you can be absolutely grateful for if you're a Hyundai fan is that they, they've got Christian Lorio at the head of the sort of technical department. He knows, he knows exactly what is needed to make that car work. Now he just has to find the time. You know, he needs 25, 26, 27 hours in a day yeah. to actually build yeah. the car and get it running. Um, thank goodness they do have Christian Laurio there. Thank because, goodness. You know, he, he is such a senior, uh, you know, such a senior member of the team with a vast experience at the WRC. But, but obviously, David, we, we know, we are speculating, but we do know that they have put temporarily in charge of Operation Scott No, who's one of the presidents of Hyundai Motorsport. But that has to be a temporary position, I'm it, sure. Does it? He's, you know, he's somebody we've seen Scott know around WRC for a long time. He's been there. He knows it. He knows the inner workings of, of the team and the championship. You know, the, there's not really a precedent, is there, for, for having, uh, you know, it's usually a European-based team manager in, in these teams. I don't know. He could be a long-term. Let's see. Let's see. I was just trying to think of a, of a footballing equivalent of somebody who'd stepped in um, as a temporary manager that had got on for a long time. And I can't. I don't really know football. Um, well. No, there have been a few. There have been definitely been a few, but but they've rarely succeeded. What's his name? The England manager, wasn't he? Was a temporary. For, I think Solskjaer was a temporary manager as well. Yeah, he's sacked. He's gone. Yeah, he was two years. That's what I'm saying. They rarely succeeded. Yeah. You know, there were a number of, of, of standing temporary managers who made a good, uh, you know, good effort to get the job full time. But but it, it equally, is that you know Scott Note already has a job to do. You yeah, know, he's exactly. The, he's the link and the bridge over to yeah. Korea. Yeah. Uh, so you know, to, to have him in charge of running the team on a day-to-day basis he won't have time 
Yeah. You know, there's always this natural assumption, isn't there, that within companies or not naturalists, but increasingly an assumption that just give that job to him because obviously he's got the spare capacity mm. to do that. People haven't. You no. know, people are flat chat anyway. Mm. So I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be an interesting one. But again, on top of everything, on top of trying to build these three cars, three uh, entry cars plus a test car, they've now got to find uh, a replacement to Andrea Adamo. And, you know, in some ways, that, I guess, is is the one regret, one of the many regrets that Andrea has that he's, that he's leaving the position, is that it does leave them in a little bit of a fix. You know, he's built over three years this incredible team that's won two championships out of three years. Um, and, and, you know, he has worked tirelessly to look after his people. Mm. And now he's kind of exposed them a li- indirectly, you know, that they don't have the leadership. Mm. Um, and it's only now that we're really going to see just the absolute strength that he brought to that team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's great when you have the time and when you have the ability to, to put in place succession plans. But that's not always the case, you know. And, and, and it's, you know, when you have a big shake up the top it doesn't necessarily always mean that difficult periods and tough times you know we look at Toyota you know the Tommy Macron situation was a surprise mm. to a lot of us the Latvala appointment was a massive surprise to nearly all of us yeah nobody's this, had more success no one's had more <laughs> success than Latvala yeah. so it's it, it's not all doom and gloom for Highland Eye. tough times but tough times are, are really what test companies and what we know about the kind of the Korean way and the Korean um, culture with it within Hyundai is that it, it, it is very much get on, do the job, yeah. succeed as 100%. a team. And, and as a team, you, know, you yes, you lose your figurehead, you lose your leader, but but as a team, they will continue to perform, and I'm absolutely sure of that. But mm. but, it, but it is important that they get the right person there because he is such an enormous character to it, to it, follow. It is, and that's that's one thing that I was going to say is that you know they have got a lot on their plate right now. But mm. if you were going to put a lot on any plate, you'd probably put it on firstly M Sports plate because yeah. they're very good at, at that. But also Hyundai, you yeah. know, and it is like you say, the Korean way is just get on with it. Yeah. And you know, if it can be done next year, it can be done this year. So yeah. do it this yeah. year and get on with it now. So there is that ability uh, and that culture within the company to, yeah. to, to find solutions well listen we're, uh, more than anything I'm going to miss the, the Adamo hugs even in days of Covid the, the Adamo hugs were, were always there I, I, uh, I, I remember I can't remember which event we were going to uh, but we were in Milan or Rome somewhere um, and we were making a connecting flight and we had just been through the most rigorous checks. Yeah. We'd got about four masks on, everything. Yeah. You are not going anywhere, you stand in that queue. And Andrea saw us from over the other side of the airport and literally ran and we had the biggest hug. And people just stood and like, stared. Oh. What on earth are these two <laughs> lunatics doing? Uh, and, and you know, that's, that's him. You know, yeah. he absolutely wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. He's a massive character and he will be, he will be missed. No uh, in the service part. No question. Well, Andrea Adamo, we wish you all the very, very best with the future, and uh, we will stay in touch for sure. Uh, folks, you've been and we listening. Hope, let's, let's be honest. It, we hope to see him back. Oh, absolutely. Know, My the, goodness. The service me. park is, is going to be a duller place without Jennifer yeah. Aniston's telephone number and, and all of the poor Italian immigrants living in Germany. <laughs> Who speak poor English. Yes. Calling. There are many ways to slice don't, the don't elephants. Do don't do you that. Don't do that. We will miss him desperately. Uh, but uh, you've been listening to our special edition of Spin the Rally Pod. I uh, would like to hear your thoughts as well on the departure of Andrea Damo from Hyundai. So it's at Dirtfish Rally on Twitter, David. Let's hand that one over to Lise, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's hand that one over to Lise to wrap up. <laughs> Lise, it's over to you to wrap up. <laughs>
talk about getting a late invite to the party. Thanks, boys. So, Andrea Adamo has left the building. What do you think about that? Let us know at Dirtfish Rally on Twitter. Get in touch. Give us your thoughts. Spin the Rally Pod will be back. We need to finish our review of the year and start our look ahead because, as Colin said, only a matter of weeks now before the 2022 World Rally Championship gets underway in Monte Carlo. So many big changes in store in our sport. So, so many things to consider and uh, predictions to make before getting them all completely knocked down in the first week of the season. You have been listening to Spin the Rally Pod. We will be back very soon and make sure you get your edition as soon as it's made by subscribing via dirtfish.com. Dirtfish.com